0: Sorry to say, and I wish I, I, I didn't have to say this with, he's not in a lot of churches today. He's not in a lot of ministries that they've denounced him, they've rid him off, they've made God a second hand in their ministries, well, God's going to do what we want. Uh, nope. <laughs> God's going to do what he wants. Amen. The Holy Ghost is going to do what he wants. Amen. I hope you came to be challenged this morning because I want to share something with you this morning. The Lord was speaking in my heart. Me and Boog was reading last night and we were looking at some stuff. You can turn with me all the way to the book of Genesis chapter 1. I want to talk about light and darkness this morning. Praise God. Light is where God is. Amen. Let me pray. Father, I thank you for this morning. I thank you for the Holy Spirit that's here this morning. Give me the ability, Lord God, to speak what you showed me, Lord God. In the name of Jesus. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Amen. Everybody's there. I'm trying to grow a beard. I'm not neglecting myself. <laughs> I was just trying something new. I'm probably going to shave that thing off. Bro. <laughs> I just... <laughs> You can't see it yet. When I was younger, it used to be black. You could see it, but it's white, so it don't it don't show. But after a while, it might stick out. Hallelujah, God! Listen, praise God. Try to cover some of what ain't too attractive. <laughs> All right, I'm, I'm going to get on what I'm supposed to talk about. <laughs> All right. <laughs> in the beginning. In the beginning. God created the heavens and the earth. The word beginning means the start. The very beginning. the Where everything started. God made a promise in the beginning. That he... He give us life or light. There's a lot of people say when is the beginning? Well, when it started. You know, evolution teaches that some I don't know billions of years ago, nothing exploded and made everything. And that's how we got all the complexity of life and everything, diversity of life and everything that you see around from absolutely nothing. <laughs> I didn't write that. They say it themselves. But they call us nuts when we're going to say in the beginning God. They say in the beginning was nothing. So what makes more sense to me is what, there has to be someone there to design everything. So in the beginning, God created the heavens and the earth. God made everything. Everything is set up by the order of the Lord. One of the first things he made when he said the earth was without form and void and darkness was upon the face of the deep. Now look, something that is dark is dark. It don't mean that God didn't have plans for the earth. It just means he wasn't finished yet. Come on, somebody. It was dark. It was void. Darkness was on the earth. But God had a plan. What was his plan? He said, in the beginning was the God created heaven and earth was, uh, was formed, was void, and darkness was on the face of the deep, and the Spirit, and the Spirit of God was hovering over the waters, I'm reading the New King James, over the face of the waters, and God said, let there be light. Where there was darkness, now there was light. <laughs> You know, I started thinking about the world and people in this world. You know, they're, they're in darkness. They can't see the plan of God. All they see is darkness. Come on, somebody. See, I was at one time in darkness. I had no precepts of what God was. I had no precepts of holiness. I had no precepts of salvation. But light came into my life. Somebody put the light on. Sister Madeline. Lenny, you're lost. You're in darkness. You don't have no light in you. My Lord Jesus. Listen, I had to come to a place where I had to see the light. I was, listen, many people in this world, I never in my listen, that's what I say when I started reading. This is the first time I ever come. This was the first message and a symbol of salvation. Where there was darkness, now there's light. The world is lost. I was lost. You was lost. Now we are into the light. We were saved by the grace of Jesus, the light of Christ. Come on, somebody, you better thank God that He made a plan from the beginning. <laughs> you better make thank God He made. Listen, we wouldn't be enjoying that sun outside if God wouldn't have not said, "Let there be light." I don't want to live in darkness. <laughs> I don't want to live in, in blackness. I don't like darkness. I don't know about you. I got to have a light on somewhere at night, praise God. Because if I'm in a pitch black room, you think about all kinds of things. Especially when you can't sleep. You don't know what. Listen. Darkness scares me. Come on, somebody. I don't like it. I don't, I don't like in a, being in a dark room. I want to be where there's light. I want to see some light. Come on, Holy Ghost. I want to see Jesus. Hallelujah. I want to see that spiritual light which is in Christ. I didn't have that. The world today doesn't have that. They can't see. That's why they think you're not. They don't understand the things of the Spirit. They don't understand. All they know is darkness. Empty, void lives that don't know God. When you can think about how many people today are going to burn in hell because they didn't want the light. They didn't want the light. They prefer darkness because darkness doesn't correct you. Darkness don't tell you you're a sinner. Darkness don't tell you you need to get God in your life. Darkness will just let you go on with your own merry life and die and go to hell. That's the plan of Satan. In the beginning, we needed light. Now, we need the light of God. Jesus is the light. Jesus is the life. Jesus is the hope. My God, I don't know if we're getting this this morning. Without the the light, there's no hope. You need need to take you one day and just put a pair of blindfolds for 12 hours over your eyes and try to walk around and maneuver and see how far you get. (laughs) I'd have bruises and bumps and cuts. I mean, you would know it. Recognize me when, when I'm finished. I need to know where I'm going. Well, on, Jesus. I need to know where I'm going. <laughs> I need to know where the light leads me. I need to know with the listen, I, people say that, well, how in the world could the earth, you know, be just 6,000, if you got light, that's millions of light years away, because God made the light, the light was there, everything was finished, God said, let it be, it was there, you had a tree, that he created, had fruit on it, come on, somebody, you know, the chicken had to lay the egg before you had another chicken, what came first, the chicken, you had to have a fully grown chicken to lay an egg. God did everything right. Come on, somebody. God, every, God did everything good. Every, if you read the six-day creation, after everything he made, he said it was good. It was good. Light is good. Come on, somebody. Land is good. Water is good. Birds and trees are good. Fish are good even after he made a man, he said he was good. Hooray. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> he, <had to. laughs> he didn't start with the woman because he didn't want no advice. <laughs> no, I'm just joking. <laughs> <laughs> no, I'll, I'll repent. I'm sorry. He's <laughs> got some good ladies in this church. <laughs> no, but he said everything was good. He was, it, everything was good, everything was made perfect. But he had to start with something. <laughs> How many know that thing was light? When there was no life and there was no hope, there was light. The first thing he made, we have to see, y'all. You know, we have to see. If we can't see God, if we can't see all that God is, we're in darkness. If we can't listen, I, I, listen. I love hearing from the Lord. Last night we were reading. I was coming across this stuff, and it was just like a fresh bread on on the, oh, you know. If you read the temple, that fresh bread was. It's what I felt like. I felt God. How could I have missed this? In the very first chapter of the Bible, salvation was planned. It's a shadow of what was to come. There was darkness. Now there was light. How many started saved? I didn't. <laughs> I was dark, and my mind was dark, and my life was dark. but I heard the gospel, <laughs> said, "You need Jesus, Lanny Hayes, you need to get right with God right here in that very spot, the vet sitting, I could still see it today. I had to find God. Now I'll tell you all back listen, I wasn't saved. People say, well, I've always known you was not always saved. You can backslide, you backslide on God. I, listen, when I when me and my wife came back here with my when, when my daughter Lena was just six months old. She's almost 40 years old. <laughs> that makes you <me> feel good. <laughs> and and you know what? I had to recommit my life to the Lord because I was back in darkness. So I needed to hear the gospel. And when my brothers that preached, ministered in this church, preached the gospel to me, I became back in the light again. And the more close I got to the light, just I just seen how dark I was in darkness, how much darkness I had in my life, because it it revealed all the dirt (laughs) in on me. The closer I got to that light, the dirty I saw I was. <laughs> so I had to dust myself off. Close, I. This is. This is. I'm dirty. Praise God. I, I got. And you know what? Now I'm still dusting myself off. Praise God. I'm still shaking the dust of this world off, the dirt of this world off. But you know what? I got light now. Praise God. Thank God. Praise God. Listen, I didn't get religion. There are a lot of people get religion and religious, but they don't have the light. Religion is. Religion is not a bad word. Okay. Religion is a system of belief, right? So really, to believe in Jesus and Him crucified, you have a form of religion. You have a system of belief. But man-made religion says, yeah, but you got you you to go here and you do this and you got to light this and you got to... Go to this one and that one. This, that's man-made religion. I don't have to go to anybody this morning. I just need to go to the light, right? I just need to go to what Jesus taught me in the Word. That's the only light I need. I don't care what man says. Well, you got to be baptized a certain way. You got to be dunked a certain way. Forget about that, praise God. That's not what saved you. You were saved when you got out of darkness into the light. When you came from darkness into the light, when you came, to, came from void and empty into hope and faith. That's when you found Jesus. <laughs> Hallelujah. Okay. Hallelujah. Look, turn with me to uh, 2 Corinthians, real quick, real quick. Chapter 6. Don't never give up the light, okay? Don't never say in your heart, I, I went to church, all, I'm, I'm finally going to live my own life. Let me tell you something. There ain't no other life other than Jesus. There's no other hope other than Christ. Can't get to heaven without Jesus. We use this scripture a lot of times when we're talking about somebody marrying somebody, but it's much more than that. Listen, it makes it very clear in verse 14 be not uniquely yoked together with unbelievers. For what fellowship had righteousness with lawless unrighteousness, okay? How could you sit there and agree with someone that's in darkness, okay? Now, you could be sitting next to someone, and you're talking about Jesus, and and, and that that, that other person's talking about religion. Well, I'm a Catholic. I'm a Baptist. I'm a full gospel. That's not what we're talking about this morning, praise God. Why don't we talk about Jesus, well, I've been baptized in a certain name and a certain, and, and listen, religion pops in. Listen, I'm talking about, I've had it happen so many times. Well, I'm, I'm, I'm a, listen, I had one, one per, I got thrown out one time out of, a, a. I was going to abuse women clinic and all I said, I actually lady, are you saved? Well, I'm a Catholic. And I had to sit there and I didn't, I didn't move to her. I had to show being a Catholic won't save you. You got to be born again. And, and the lady, supposed to have been a Christian, said I was a Pharisee. Remember that? And I wasn't rude to the lady at all. I led her. I prayed with her to receive Jesus as our Savior. And they threw me out. They said, don't come back here. How dare you speak against her religion? I didn't say anything against her. I just said she can't get to heaven being a Catholic. You got to, be to go to Jesus. I remember the conversation, very, you know, very blunt. I just, I wasn't going to lie to her. And you know what? Because darkness, religion, talk about man-made religion. Religion takes on darkness. Religion doesn't want to expose sin, you see? Religion wants to make you feel good at just where you're at. As long as you're part of a church, as long as you're part of a denomination, as long as you're part of, you go sit under a certain preacher or priest, then you're all right then you're not all right. Because if you look for that to be your light, you need to get right with God. Listen, I think everybody in here knows the Lord. I'm not picking on, but you're going to come to a place where you're going to conflict with unrighteousness. You're going to meet with darkness. And the only thing that's going to matter is your testimony of who you believe and what you believe. I don't know about you, but I made my mind. I'm going to follow Jesus. Y'all sang that song a while ago. I'm going to follow Jesus. The the cross before me and the world behind me. I'm going to follow Jesus. That's what I'm going to do. And when a preacher tells me something, or a Christian tells me something, well, let's see what the Bible says. (laughs) You talk about getting into some arguments. Well, I had a vision. I saw an angel tell me, you know, such, such, such. Well, let's see what the Bible says. Paul said, if you don't know, an angel appear unto you and preach some other gospel. If it doesn't line up with what we taught you, it's a curse. So you can't, because somebody seems to be religious and seems to see angels and see whatever. If it ain't in the word of God, it's not of God. Come on, somebody. If it's not in the word, if it's not in the light of God, it's not God. Oh, you tell some people that many get mad at you. They not want to stone you, man. How dare you say, I'm not right with God. Listen, if you ain't following Jesus, you're not right with God. If you're not obeying the word of God, you're not right with God. (laughs) I don't care how many titles you think you got. I don't know how many titles How many prayers you prayed. If it ain't in the word of God, it's not right. It's dark. Okay. Let me continue. What communion had light with darkness? Right? How are you... Listen... You're either in darkness or you're in the light. You're either in complete, void of God, or you're full of the life of God. Can I be in the between? No, Jesus said he'll spit you out of his mouth. If you become lukewarm, you're one foot in the church and one foot in, in the world. One food with God and one food with the devil. I taught that last week. You can't eat at the Lord's table and the devil's table at the same time. What's in the Lord's table? Life and hope and faith. What's in the devil's table? Dead, sin and darkness and destruction. You can't eat at both of them. And I'm going to tell you what, if you are eating at both of them, if you don't repent, you're going to end up with Satan on the dark side because I, I don't want to feed on the devil's lies. I don't want to feed on the devil's religions. I don't want to feed on the devil's uh, hopelessness. I got too much life to live, you know, sir. I got too much life to serve God with. I'm not, I can't spend time worrying about what the devil has for me. Or flirting with the devil. Me and Boog, we, we like to watch stuff, and I was I was watching it, recall Hollywood Graveyard, the old actors that had died. And you'd be surprised how many die young. They sell everything to Satan, and that's the reason why. Mean book is looking at just graves. They're just showing where they're buried, but they tell you one died, hung himself. One died of drugs. One had six or seven wives, lived to thirty something. You'll be surprised how many of them die so young. Satan will use you and he'll kill you. That's how he does things. He'll use you and destroy your life. And what's bad over there in Hollywood? Ain't too many saved. If you, if, you, if, you, if you claim to be a Christian, you're acad- academically cut off. They've, they've made a, 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 a pact with each other over there. No Christians. They might have churches, there. they might have Christians, but they're, they're not in the spotlight. They, they, they all, every time you see a Christian, he's always a, a, a wife beater or, or, or a child molester or something. Notice that. He's quoting a Bible verse and he's going around and doing totally opposite from what it says. Okay. <laughs> you can't commune with darkness. Listen, as a pastor of this church, I am here to warn you. I can't make you do it, okay? I'm not I'm not a, a lord over the people this church. There's only one lord over this church. I'm only a messenger, right? Giving a message from the messenger. I mean, he is the messenger. I, I'm the messenger, he's the messenger. I'm sorry. I'm only telling you what God tells me to share with you because there's a warning. There's not enough preachers warning their people. I think all of you are some fine people. I love all of y'all, praise God. I don't know what you do when you leave here. Only you and God knows. But as a a pastor, I got to warn you against the darkness because it's real. Listen, when I turn on the news, I get upset, I get grieved, I get angry. When I can see so much foolishness, so much vile disobedience toward God, so much anger in this world. It's because, you know why? People stopped believing in the cross. They started believing in Jesus. They stopped believing in the light. They started to figure out their own religion to God. And there's no other way but God, Jesus. People like Joel Osteen that says that, you know, as long as you, you know, we're all God's children. No, we're not. Billy Graham, so I heard him say it himself. I'm not lying to you. You got to listen to that stuff. He says, it don't matter if you're Baptist. I mean, it don't matter if you're Catholic or a Muslim. Or That's what he said, Catholic or Muslim or any other religion. As long as you have a Christ-likeness. I said, come on. Jesus said, I am the way, the truth, and the life. Do you know Catholics don't believe the Bible? Do you know Muslims don't believe the Bible? Do you know they place Jesus on the low low part of the totem pole? Jesus is just a prophet to the Muslims? Mary's part redeemer with Jesus in the Catholic Church? No, she's not. Jesus is the way, the truth, and the life. There's no other way. There's no other light. There's no other hope but Jesus. How are we going to live our lives? In faith in what Jesus did and faith in what he said. Praise God. That's it. If you're looking for some special revelation outside the Bible, don't look. There ain't it ain't of God. And you know what Jesus said in the last days? Many shall come saying, I am Christ, or say Jesus is the Christ, and deceive many. There are people that are preaching right now, they say Jesus is the Christ, but they teach another gospel. A dark gospel that takes you away from the faith and Jesus only as your hope. But I want to share with you this morning, and I ain't gonna keep you that long. That if your light is not in Jesus. If you're looking for light somewhere else. There's no other light. But then it sounds very narrow minded. It's true. I I didn't make this up. Praise God. Listen. Jesus is the only way. He's the only light. He's the only hope. It's not in a preacher. Not in me. It's not in you. It's not in a priest. It's not in a denomination. It's in Jesus. You ought to examine me. And see if I'm preaching the truth. If I'm lying, tell me about it. Show me scripturally. I'm open. But I made my mind up. Seriously. I I ain't got time for pride. You hear what I'm saying? I ain't got time for self-glory. I want to believe what Jesus says. I mean, that's what what I want to believe. That's what God has put in my heart. Lenny, do what I say. His word is settled in heaven. It changes not. God's not going to change his mind for me or you. He's not going to change his word for me and you. He said it here. He said, I am the light. Light came into the world through the the mouth of God. Right? And he gave us a light called Jesus. If we choose any other way, it's darkness. When a man or woman tells you, you think you have the only way, yes, I do. You don't have to blink your eyes. Well, you know... That's what I believe. Try to water it down, not defend them. Tell them you I have the only way. Why do you think a lot of Christians in this world are getting murdered today? By terrorists and God haters and Bible haters. Because they say, we're here to preach Jesus. We're not going to, listen. We have a, 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 a responsibility as a believer to be an ambassador for Jesus. As much as I love this church, you're not an ambassador for this church. You're an ambassador for Christ. When people see you, they want to come see where you're learning. They want to see what, what you're excited about. But really, the ambassador you are is for Jesus. You're not an ambassador for half of a Jesus or quarter of a Jesus. He's either Lord of all or he's not Lord at all. I said he's Lord of all, or he's not Lord at all. Amen. Hallelujah. Come on, man. Cheer me on. Brood it on, boy. Preach it, <laughs> I know, I know sometimes it's not always a shouting, but we have to come to reality. Who are we serving? Who, who, Who's our Lord? When you worship, at, when you get at your... Just not only here, but at your house or on your job. When you worship, who are you worshiping? Can you worship him no matter where you're at? Can you worship him at your job? Can you worship him at, at anywhere? What well, never bothers me when I start hearing people, well, you know, we all got the love of God. We're all God's children. You, we got different ways to, the, to, 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 to God. No, there's not a different way. There's only the light in the darkness, right? <laughs> oh, but brother, you got to give people a chance to, you know, grow into the Lord. Listen, I got all the chances. In, you gotta, listen, there's only one, two ways, man. It's either heaven or hell, evil or, or good, righteousness or unrighteousness, darkness or light. <laughs> oh, boy. <laughs> Hallelujah. And you know, people are hearing this on the internet, right? They might be saying, you dirty, little down. <laughs> come, it's a truth. What am I going to say? I've been reading this Bible a long time, and I never saw any compromise in the Word of God. There's only one way. You either can choose light, you can choose darkness, which I pray all of you are going to choose light this morning. I, I know you're some loving people, godly people, but in our lives, you're going to find a temptation to want to follow darkness. It's okay, you say. They'll say, it's okay. One time, just one drink or one this or one that. Listen, listen. I know a fella. he's dead today. And he, he was doing good. I mean, he loved the Lord. And he, he had, had one person tell him, oh, it's all right to take one drink. And that one drink brought him down. Yeah. He went to one and another and another and another and another. You can't play with sin that way. You can't play with darkness that way. It ain't going to happen. You bite on the devil's bait, he's going to reel you in. You could bank on it. He's going to do everything he can to drag you in. Praise God. Don't bite on You know what's, what's wrong and what's right. You know what's light and what's darkness. You have the responsibility to stand up and say, I will not listen to that lie. I will not listen. I know some friends. I have some of uh, my family died. They started with one little marijuana joint. And when they ended up dead, when their lives, minds were gone, that's why I hate that stuff, y'all. I hate it with a passion. When I hear somebody say, "Oh, medical marijuana," what medical, what marijuana ever do to heal anybody? They still don't tell. I don't still, you know what it does? It gives you a high. It makes you feel good. The alcohol does the same thing. Any kind of drug. Listen, let me tell you. If you believe that lie, I mean, you listen to the devil. Listen, I've, I've saw. It angers me when I hear that. I know what it's done to people I know. I saw what it's done to people I know. Some of them are dead today because it started with little, little marijuana. They went up to cocaine. They went up to heroin. They went up to uh, meth. They went, to, destroyed their lives. Started with one little joint, Chucky. One stupid little marijuana joint. Somebody pushed on them. Oh, but if somebody could have been there and said, listen, the devil's going to kill you with that stuff. Or oh, just one, one little puff. Destroy their lives. God help me. Forgive me, y'all. It angers me. Seriously, I, I can't comprehend in my mind. Why in the world would I want somebody to take something that destroys so much lives? The drug dealers like that when they hear, oh, we're going to start selling rec- recreational marijuana. That's darkness, man. God made it. Well, God made poison ivy. We ain't going to smoke that, huh? Seriously. <laughs> Come on, somebody. It's just because we think it's all right. The devil got in our mind. Listen, if it's against God, it's sin. Can I use that word still in the church? (laughs) If it's against God, it's sin. I'm almost finished. Hallelujah. Somebody say amen. (laughs) What communion had light with darkness and what? What chord had Christ and Belor, or the devil? Can the devil and Jesus agree? Can these two tables I talked about last week come together and and and, and agree? Is it okay we can dip in one and dip in? Listen, I like I like uh, buffets better than anybody, but I don't get everything on that buffet. When I go to like the Chinese restaurants and I see those wrapped up. Uh, Egg rolls and you know what? I mean, some people might like it, but I don't like it. I don't like raw fish or raw shrimps. I don't care how much seasoning they put on it. I hate raw oysters, but if you fry it, <laughs> listen, you got to do something before I eat it. <laughs> before we can live for God, we got to do something. Okay. We got to taste, change the flavor or something. Holly, I'm not going to sit and eat that s- <laughs> slop. <laughs> Listen, it's got to be cooked. It's got to be ready. Some people like medium rare steak. I can't stand the blood coming out of it. That's just me. I'm not judging people that like rare steak. You can eat all you want. That's your business. But something about something not cooked doesn't don't taste good to me. And it's the same thing in the spirit when something that's not taste cooked, prepared right don't taste good to God. <laughs> Hallelujah. Come on. Something that don't prepare right is not right. It don't taste good to God. All right. <laughs> listen, I'm going to tell you something. I look at all y'all and I say, listen, there's some good people, godly people. And we're all growing, Right? I'm growing, I'm growing, I don't want to ever stop growing, maybe like this, (laughs) maybe we're not spiritual, (laughs) but I want, (laughs) you stop me, you're (laughs) going to crack me up, I'm telling you, (laughs) all right, but anyway, (laughs) but you know, I, I want to taste right, right? I want to taste right to God. You know, when I look at the book of Revelation, it says the prayers of the saints went up before the Lord like a sweet smelling savor. God just breathes in faith. Come on. He breathes in righteousness from us. He breathes in, I oh, feel the Holy Ghost. He breathes in the love for him. He breathes in all the good things that he's given us. And he breathes and he smells us. Hallelujah. And he says, man, this is wonderful. My Lord. You ever saw it that way? Huh? <laughs> he don't want to smell something rotten. <laughs> no. Listen, I'm gonna tell you a true story. When I was young, my mother in law had an animal die on their house. That thing must have been under that house for <laughs> It was it was something it was oh I had to get on that because I was that diamond was the only one could fit. <laughs> Whoo! You talk about rotten. Oh till then I could still you still Smell it. You know? Just stung. Have you, you ever thought about sin that way? It's inflated. The maggots are coming out of the, the rotten flesh. <laughs> I better stop. <laughs> we got to go eat after <laughs> But the Bible says it's better you don't know. Come on. Then after you know it, to turn away from it. It's like a dog going back to his own vomit. Again, a pig that was washed, wallowing in the mud, going back in the mud. You could take a pig, seriously. You can wash him with shampoo, put some bowls on his snout, make him look beautiful. Let him go. You could take some Christians, I'll tell you what. I say, what? Why the heck did you not learn it? You put him up, you dress them up, and it, you let them go. They're back in the hog pen. Oh, Lord. But I want to know how good I can taste to God. I want to know what my life is in the Lord. But you can't, listen. And verse 16 says, And what agreement had the temple of God with idols? For you are the temple of the living God. As I said, I will dwell in them. I will walk among them. I will be their God and they shall be my people. Come out from among them and be separated, saith the Lord. That's old. No, it's not Old Testament. That's New Testament. Come out from what? Idolatry. Come out from what? Darkness. Come out from what? Sin. Listen, I like to go places when I can feel comfortable, peace. You ever gotten in a place where you went, you could see the darkness? You might just be going to Walmart. Can't we go to Walmart and we can see Righteousness. But no, it, nothing wrong with going to Walmart. <laughs> I go to Walmart every day. But look around you and see. You know, you're not being judgmental by observing, right? I mean, you, someone is, that's half-dressed, you know there's something not, not dressed in their heart. You know, you got to look. You, God has given us a vision of to see what he sees, right? And if darkness, if we have darkness on our our spirit, we're blind to, oh, everybody sins, right? Everybody's doing it. No, everybody's not doing it. Everybody lusts and, no, everybody, I ain't doing it. Listen, you ain't doing it. Why do we have to do like everybody else? There's Christians saying that, oh, everybody sins, we're all sinners. I'm not a sinner. I'm not telling you I don't sin, but I don't, I'm not a practice in going out there deliberately just sinning because I want to sin. There's a conviction in my heart. When I sin, I'm not going to sleep. Come on, somebody. It's so easy to justify sin that way. Oh, everybody's doing it. Christians are doing it. People say, I don't go to church. You got the hypocrite in church. I said, well, I'd rather go to church with them than go to hell with them. <laughs> <laughs> Come on, somebody. What well, you got adulterers in church. I'd rather go to church with them than go to hell with them. I don't want to follow them to their sin, right? Does this make sense? You are responsible. See, I'm responsible as a pastor. I got I to do it in my own life. I got I to gotta, I gotta separate darkness and light, right? I got to know what Lanny's doing to offend God or not offend God. Well, you have to take your personal walk with God out of this church doors today, and you have to decide what's light and what's darkness, right? When I got saved, when, it's like, I don't know, it's, it's like blindfolds came off. Why didn't see that before? Why didn't see that sin? Why you, you, it's like a your brain, you, you're looking at everything through the lens of Christ. And I said, man, what's the matter with me? <laughs> Why, what's wrong with, see, One thing that's never been saved in your life is that flesh. Okay? That flesh wants you in hell. That flesh wants you to agree with Satan. That flesh wants to separate you from God. There's, there's, There's The unholy trinity, I call it. The flesh, the world, and the devil. Those three things are united. They want you dead. And they want you separated from God. So we are in this battle, war in the, the faith, the, the, the good fight of faith, Paul. And I was going to quote that, but Paul said, I fought a good fight. I finished my course. I've, I've kept the faith. You got to walk out that door today and you got to fight that same fight. You have to be a testimony to light. I feel the Holy Ghost. <laughs> you got to be a testimony to righteousness. You got to be a testimony to holiness. Without that, praise God, what kind of te- I'm a Christian. Big deal. Are you are you a light? Do you know most of Americans? I think seventy three percent. I heard last claim to be professing Christians. (laughs) I'm telling you right now, if we got seventy some percent of Americans are Christians, America's in a bad shape. Because there would never be a Joe Biden, or there would never be a Hillary Clinton, or there would never be an Obama. There would never be that. If, if the church was right, as the church goes, so goes the world. As the church goes, so goes the nation. If the church don't care about darkness, the nation ain't going to care about darkness. I don't trust them bunch of guys in there right now, and people don't to, to, to lead anybody. Matter of fact, I'm afraid of what they're going to do to this nation, because they don't have Jesus. They're walking in their own selfish lust and pride and slop of life. That's what we, because, you know where it starts at? Right here. Behind this pulpit, behind pulpits in America. Because preachers won't tell you what sin is no more. Preachers won't tell you to turn from, go, turn from your evil ways and serve God. We won't mention the word holiness and sin in some churches no more. Oh, God help us. Now we have a nation on the verge of falling to the ground. And I'm going to tell you what, as much as I disagree with the, the, the administration we've got now, I don't put it at their door. I put it at the church's door, at preacher's doors. And I don't want to start listing preachers and naming them this morning. That's not what I'm after. But when the church is gone astray, come on, if the church can't live right, don't expect the world to live right. Okay, I'm almost finished. <laughs> Let me just kind of paraphrase for you. You can write it down. First John one five through seven. We cannot walk in darkness in fellowship with God. You ever read the first in John? 1 John, especially the first two chapters. It's very clear. Love not the world, and it is in the things in the world. If any man loves the world, the love of the Father is not in him. <laughs> if we are pleased and comfortable with what the world is doing. We better check our heart, right? Because if the world is hating God and we can come in agreement with them, then we're going to end up hating God. Most religious people won't say that, but when God speaks to them, they get angry. God says you can't be doing that stuff. You've got to get this out of your life. It's sin. Well, I'm going to talk to the, the preacher. See what he says. Listen, if God tells you something is sin, it's sin. If God shows you that word is sin, you can talk to 50 preachers. I mean, I don't care who you're talking to. It's still sin. He demands a holy life for us. He demands a holy walk for us. In the beginning, there was what? Light. But before there was light, there was darkness. And the earth was without form and void. It just met; it wasn't done. Listen, I sell dirt and stuff and we haul for different... You know, I've, I've saw houses being built. You know, you got the walls up and you got the, you know, you see the uh, insulation on the outside. It's still, it's a house. It's just not finished. Right? When I look at it, I see a house. <laughs> I just, just not finished. So when God put the earth in place, it was just there. He, he didn't make a mistake. It was just undone. When he saved you out of of your sinful life, he brought you to the light. But you still weren't done. Darkness was constantly going out of your life. It don't yet appear what we're going to be. The Bible says, when he comes, you are going to be like him. Listen, listen, we're not like Jesus right now. (laughs) But we will be one day, right? The closer we get to him, the more we get to be like him. Closer we get to Him, the further we get away from darkness. And God said, "Let there be light. Let there be light. Let there. What was light there for? First of all, it exposed the earth. And the Spirit of God moved on the waters. When I got born again, came out of my darkness, the Spirit of God moved on my life. Listen, I can't for a minute think about where I'd be without that Spirit. Where I'd be without Jesus? Without, where, where would I be without getting out of that door? I wouldn't be here. I'd be dead probably. And most of you in here would be dead probably. We could have kept going to church and doing religious things, but in our heart there was no desire for God. You got know what I'm saying? In our heart there's no passion for the Lord to get close to God. Satan would like that to keep you in that position. As long as I go to church, as long as I read my Bible once a week, as long as I say a little, Lord, thank you for my food, bless us for no more, and then I'm all right with God. No, you're not all right with God. There's more to that than just there's a, a walking toward the light. When God's Spirit moved over the water, guess what happened? Things started happening. The earth started shaping. The earth started forming for life. God started making, he made the moon, and he made the, 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 the sun, and he made the stars, and he, he made the, the, the earth flexible for life, gave it life, gave it, you know, it's the trees and grass and all kinds, of, everything that we need to live, before he put a man on this planet, the planet was ready to take the man, right, ready to provide for the man, Before we can get to heaven, God is preparing a way. It's there. It's all there for us. It's called his word and his spirit. Hallelujah. This is our life. This is the word, the spirit, and the word is life. This is light. And he has made, I feel the presence. He has made a way and prepared for us through Jesus Christ. There's no excuse for a human being, or you, or anybody else to die and go to hell today. There's none. I'm telling you that Jesus is the light. See, he said, let there be light. But the light, the sun wasn't created to the fourth day. And the moon wasn't created to the, what was the light he talking about? I personally believe, and that's just me. I believe that light was Jesus, okay? Amen. He said, let there be light. Come, my son. You are the light of the world. Now that's just my, what I feel, okay? Because there was no light of the sun and the moon or the stars till the fourth day. Where did the light come from? <laughs> you ever stop to think about that? Where did that light come from? It came from Jesus. So he uh, said, let us create men in our image. The Father, the Son, and the Holy Ghost was there in the beginning. The Father and the Son and the Holy Ghost was there. When is the beginning? Jesus told us, in the beginning God made them male and female. When was the beginning? In that six day creation. When was the beginning when he said, let there be light? <laughs> when is the beginning when he made the earth suitable for us to live on? You can close your Bible. I want you to get a little picture of something this morning before I close. You ever stop when you show on TV or when you get a you ever stopped and look at the earth? I mean, look seriously. Look at the earth, and look at the other planets, and look how it's so perfect. From these other planets, which are dead and dry, you know what I'm saying? No life, no hope on them. But the earth is like a big giant marble. You ever you ever <laughs> you ever saw them big blue marbles? You ever got a blue marble, red, A big blue one? I mean, that marble looks so perfect. Man, shape, right. it got the right colors. Everything that we have to live on this planet, the other planets don't have it. From the rotation of the earth, from the, the, axle, the angle of the earth, from the, the, when it goes around the sun, from the oxygen, amount of oxygen, the pressure and everything, everything is perfect. Somebody once said it like this. He said, if you take a, 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 a watch... Break it in all, you know, watch got all kind of, on so many pieces. You put it in there and shake it up. Do you expect the watch to be assembled when when you open the box? But the earth is. God shut a bunch of planets in that big box and there comes the earth with everything we need to live. And the most essential thing is light. A lot of the animals in this, on on, on the Earth need the, the 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 heat of the sun, the light of the sun, to get energy to survive. We need every second in every second the sun omits more energy in one second than all all humanity did in a lifetime, from the time God created till now. The sun can let more energy out. That's why they're still trying to solar solar powered stuff. So. Man, if we could ever find a way to harvest that energy, we wouldn't need oil, we wouldn't need gas. Because of the power of light, the power of the sun, right? It gives men everything they need. Those trees out there, and the plants won't grow without the sun. Come on, somebody. You can see, put put a bucket over a, 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 a rose bush and leave it there for a couple of days. It's dead if the sun can't hit it. I need light. I need light. I need light. You need light. <laughs> Come on somebody. We don't need the darkness of this world, man. Listen, we don't need the corruption that's in the in the world. We need light. Stand up for a minute. Praise God. I'm actually to pray with me. You know, I was going to preach about wrestling with God. And that's a message in the past, you know, like Jacob fighting with God, dealing with God, dealing with him. And, you know, I started studying and reading on Genesis. And, man, it just opened my eyes. Are you in light or in your darkness? I hope you're all in the light, praise God. It's not, I'm picking on nobody. I'm just saying, our decisions, our walk has to be with the decisions that the Lord made, Right? We can't see anything outside of Jesus. Oh man, it's not like you're putting us in bondage. No, I'm not. I can't. You, you, you have to make that decision yourself. Your faith with God is you and God. We, we come together as a church to encourage and build each other up, but when it's all settled, you're going to make that decision whether you're going to walk for God or not. Come on, somebody. I, can't, I don't have time for Satan's lies. Listen, I can examine just about everything, and you can examine everything in this world based on this book. You ever ask yourself a question, is this right? Am I making the right decision? Am I doing what is right? And you said, you weigh it out. So what feels good to me? I had that sign so that's at Walmart. Do what's right in your own eyes or in your own heart. I said, man, what if I feel like I want to shoot somebody or rob a bank? I said, that's, that's a very deceptive, I know, I've got to do what's right in God's eyes, and God's, that's why he gave us this book, that's why he gave us this book, you have to read it, you have to learn it, you have to see it, you have to know it, when God says something, listen, if I don't know, then maybe I have an excuse, but when I do know and do it, that's another problem. Father, we just thank you for this morning, Lord. I just, I just pray, God, as we get ready to go out these doors, Lord, that we take the word with us. We take the light with us. We take the correction with us. Lord, let the Holy Spirit move in our hearts and reveal. Jesus made it very clear. The Comforter will come, and he'll testify of me. He'll testify of me. What I have told you, he will tell you. Hallelujah. Thank you, Lord God. Thank you for the light. Thank you. Hey, listen, y'all, in Jesus' name, forgive me if I get excited, but, man, this, this is something else. I feel more separated from this world when, I, when, when the Lord reveals this to me. Listen, we have a life to live till Jesus comes back, right? Or till we die. I want to draw close to him. I want you to draw close to him. I want you to get to know him. What is his will for your life? What does he want for your life? How's he, how does he want you to live your life? Don't look for the National Enquirer. It won't tell you. Don't look for the Reader's Digest or today's newspaper. It won't tell you. You know why the devil hates this book? Because it's the only one that tells about him. Come on, somebody. It's the only one that tells you he's evil. It's the only one that's going to tell you he's going to corrupt and destroy your life. That's why he hates the book. That's why he doesn't want it in our schools. Look, Look at the mess in the schools today. Look at the society we have. We took God out. Now we got drugs and murder and, and teenage sicknesses and, and, and sex and everything else. We took God out when the Beatles came in a year later. Look what they done for America. Why well, it gets me so mad when I could see them praising them, demon-hating? Listen, God, they hate God. They hate, they mock Jesus. They blaspheme the name of Jesus over and over again. But yet they are, they are the prize of America. The Beatles were Satanists. And they hate righteousness. And we followed this, our young people followed these, these, these morons. They were nothing but darkness. They're, they're, they're their favorite person, they say that, not me. On one of their albums, Alistair Crowley. You know who Alistair Crowley is? He's the head of the Satan Church of America. Eitan Levay, the one that created the, the Satanic Bible. These people hate God. They hate God. They, 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 and the Beatles and, 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 and Marilyn Monroe, all these people here that was in the movie industry, look at what their lives were ended up. Can they give me hope? <laughs> they were drugs, bound by the Satan. They married 15 wives before they die. <laughs> you think they can tell me how to live? I only look at the fruit. Listen, you look at the fruit. Look at the fruit of these people's lives that America is pushing to be examples. Set aside the most, influential, most influential women in America right now for young women are Madonna and another one. Uh, when I in, from, she's from Kidwood, Louisiana. Britney Spears. Those two, that's about the most nasty, ungodly, perverted women that ever ever put their face in front of a television, but yet they're, they're gods to a lot of young people. God help us. God help us. Lord, we thank you again. We just praise and honor you in Jesus' name.